0: Hello, this is Lucretia with the Calm and Confident You podcast. I am sitting here about a week and a half out from having had rotator cuff surgery. Overall, I've been doing pretty well, but you can probably imagine that I've had ups and downs as far as pain and my outlook. Today, I'm going to continue talking with you about the issue of staying positive, thinking positively, and managing your outlook in the context of different times and situations. I don't consider myself a naturally positive person. I don't go around thinking and talking and saying positive things. But I think as I go through my days, I do have a good outlook going forward. I don't get stuck in the negative and I don't dwell or ruminate. I don't tend to get sad and stay sad But I do have to catch myself and remind myself to not get stuck. So let me show you how it's been going post-surgery, and that will give you an example of what I'm talking about. Yesterday in my Facebook feed, a memory popped up, and it was me posting that I had just gone for a 90-minute run and then jumped in the lake to cool off. My reaction yesterday to that memory was that I couldn't believe that really was me doing that back then. That was 11 years ago. Even when I was running or jogging regularly, I never fully accepted that identity of being a runner, mostly because I'd been a non-athlete most of my life. But the reality is I did do long-distance running for several years. Now with my arm in a sling following rotator cuff surgery it is even harder to think of myself as that person who is running long distances. It does make me sad that I can no longer do that and it won't be coming back. I now have osteoporosis and I can't even think of going for runs. I've already had a broken foot three different times from trying to increase my level of exercise each spring. And happily, over the past two springs, I have not ended up with a broken anything. So for a moment yesterday, I felt sad about that memory. But I also was feeling pretty good physically yesterday. I actually had a good night's sleep for the first time in several days. Generally, since the surgery, when I settle into sleep and stay in one position, the pain in my arm increases. Yesterday, I was able to go out with my sister and enjoy a tour that is going on this weekend at several artist studios around our area. We thought we would go to three or four. We ended up seeing about seven studios. We also had lunch, which was nice. And I did not hurt at all during all of this and I didn't get tired. It was a great day, especially for someone recovering from rotator cuff surgery. Now, here I am this morning. Today is not so good. Trying to sleep last night did result in my arm hurting a lot. I could not get into a sleeping position, which did not result in increasing pain in my shoulder. It's very frustrating when that happens. Sitting in my recliner chair watching movies led to my arm hurting. Lying down in bed, propped up on a couple pillows, led to my arm hurting. It woke me up enough that I tried to readjust by turning to my side, propped up on another pillow with my arm braced. It felt like it might work. But I again woke up with my arm hurting really badly. Of course, I was not getting good sleep, and that was bothering me too. When morning came, I was not yet ready to be awake or to get up but my arm was hurting so much that I just had to get up. I'm sure you've experienced something like that yourself. I was not enthusiastic as I got up. I just knew that over the past week or so when I was upright and moving, my arm tended to feel better, so I thought I should get up and get moving. But my attitude was not ready to start the day. Normally, when I wake up in the morning, that's when I do my best thinking and I feel creative and I hop up and I do writing and I create social media posts and I'm pretty happy in the morning. That wasn't the case this morning. I took some Tylenol and waited for it to start working. During this time, I did some reading. I looked at social media, trying to let time pass and for my shoulder to start feeling better. But it wasn't working as I expected. As I sat on the couch, my cat hopped up to join me. I had my coffee and I had my cat and he was purring loudly. I know that I've told you before that I try to be mindful of moments like that and I did so this morning. I knew that being mindful of that moment with the cat purring and me petting him could help pass the time and maybe my arm would feel better. If nothing else, it would distract me from the pain for a little while. And that did work. I had a very nice moment with my wonderful cat. Then I started thinking about what I wanted to say for today's podcast episode. In last week's episode, I was talking about the steps presented in the book, The Joy of Appreciative Living. Last week, I talked about the first two steps. Today, I will talk about the third step. For this step, it is recommended to spend 15 to 20 minutes per week, visualizing your best life the purpose of this is to further your ability to tap into what truly brings you joy and helps you feel happy in your life as you regularly visualize this you are likely to start doing things on a daily basis which support this vision for several months this year I took up the habit of doing what some people call morning pages There are various ways to do that. Uh, Some people decide to write a certain number of pages in the morning before they start their day, such as three pages of writing. I chose to write for a certain amount of time, and that was 10 minutes. And what I wrote about was some version of answering the question, what do I want? I was doing this because over my lifetime, I've not taken the time or allowed myself to think much about what I want. For many years, it turns out I seem to do, I guess, what society or my parents or some external force laid out for me as the way to go which would give me a good life. Well, there's nothing like a marriage falling apart and getting divorced to get a person to reassess all of that. So this year, for my own personal growth, I decided I would regularly do 10 minutes of writing in the morning with a focus on, what do I want? There's a lot you can do with that question. You can look at different areas in your life, such as work, the type of home you want, the type of vacation you want to take, what you want to do for fun, what kind of relationships you want to have, what kind of toys you want to have, and and so forth. I added my own twist to this exercise. I decided I would write for 10 minutes each day, or, or at least several days a week, I would only save those pages for a week and then I would throw them away. I did not want to get caught up in trying to write well or keeping a journal or writing in a way that things lined up with each other. In other words, I wanted to keep it loose and freeform with no expectations. I did very well with this for several months. I realized today that I had stopped doing it over the past few months. Today, based on the exercise presented in that book, The Joy of Appreciative Living, I decided to do the visualization of my best life. This was an interesting experiment since I was in so much physical pain and I was not liking how my day was starting. I was frustrated and annoyed. The pain was not decreasing and I was in a grumpy mood. I did not start writing because my writing materials were not nearby and it was going to hurt to get into any position to do the writing anyway. So this morning it was pure visualization. I sat there on the couch with my coffee and with my cat next to me and I let myself go into basically free-flowing thought about enjoying my life. Since I had thought before about what do I want in my previous writing sessions, I started out thinking some of those images, such as having a home near a lake, my thoughts bounced around. By the end of this session, I had some ideas of what I could actually bring into my real life probably next summer. I of course want to get back to kayaking, but now I have no idea how my arm will be functioning next summer. I could start setting some money aside for one of those assisted lift kayak racks, Also, I want to get back to doing some easy hiking. If you heard one of my previous podcast episodes, you know that I decided to not do one of the hikes I'd been considering a few weeks ago. Now I'm thinking next summer I could probably talk my son into going on various hikes with me so that I'm not alone. And I want to hike with destinations of seeing either waterfalls or lakes. Let's get back to the topic of attitude. You can see that despite my pain and unhappy morning, I did manage to direct my thoughts to something more pleasant, and you can probably hear in my voice on this podcast that I'm in a much lighter mood and having a better outlook. I know I still have to go through all of this pain and healing and physical therapy and work to try to get back the physical ability to do those things that I was visualizing and that I've decided I want to do next summer. That is a long and I'm sure difficult process, and again, I am having to be patient and accept delayed gratification. If I think too much about the difficult process I'll be going through, I could easily put myself back into a negative attitude. But currently, I am back into a good mental attitude. And surprise, my arm is not aching at this moment. It's now three and a half hours since I took that Tylenol, and I've had two cups of coffee. While I've been thinking and writing and talking, my arm has been resting in my lap. So that combination seems to have led to a reduction in my physical pain. Yay! Thank goodness! I truly am very relieved and happy at this change. My point in telling you all of this is really to give you the example of how moment by moment in time... Your situation and your thoughts can change along with your attitude and your outlook. Our minds are very powerful. Luckily, the physical pain that I am experiencing following surgery comes and goes. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. Sometimes I'm not in pain at all. When it is painful, sometimes I can be confident that it will subside in about 15 or 20 minutes after taking some medication. This morning was an example of the pain lasting for hours. Nothing I was doing was helping it to subside. Then I did that 15-minute visualization of my best life, and I began thinking and creating this podcast episode. This podcast episode is itself an example of how redirecting your attention and changing the type of thoughts that you're entertaining can lead to improved physical changes and reduction of pain. I hope I'm not boring you with my talk of my after surgery recovery process. As a counselor, I am constantly interested in how our thinking relates to mood and to our physical experience. The interaction between those three things is the basis of cognitive behavioral therapy, which is the main approach that I take when I'm working with people. I hope it is helpful for you to see me use it on myself and share my experience as an example of how it's supposed to work. And by the way, I'm never certain it's actually going to work. I am happily surprised at my current improvement in both my physical pain and my attitude today. I also hope that you can see that all of this psychology talk and the different interventions are not just talk or gimmicks. I actually use it for myself, and I keep proving it to myself. When I share it, I hope I'm proving it to you, too, that this stuff really does work. If you liked this and would like to try it for yourself, you can go to my website, growingemotionalstrength.com, and on the homepage, you can sign up for a free seven-day email class on becoming calm. In that, I introduce several simple steps you can implement for yourself. Please try it out and share it with your friends, and until next time, be well.